come on. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, I don't know. You can't see it on TV, but I, I, I did it back to him. Lo- I love after, that. After, after the extra point. Hell yeah. <laughs> Just because, you know, So uh, after that, we won the game. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Stadium Drive Podcast, presented by Georgia Beer Company. I just want to introduce you to a new little podcast series that we are doing that is going to primarily focus around interviews with athletes and sports writers and such, and it's called The Hangout. And uh, this is the first episode of The Hangout, and I was sitting here thinking, who better to get for The Hangout than someone that all Miami Hurricane fans love? And that's exactly what I did. So let's go ahead and jump into the interview. All right, guys, welcome back to the Stadium Drive podcast. Uh, first episode of the new Hangout series that we're doing. We have 2020 All-American, 2020 Blue Graza Award finalist, and then 2020 All-ACC first team, former Miami Hurricane kicker, Jose Borgales. What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm hanging in there. I have no taste, no smell, but I'm... <laughs> so uh yeah man how you doing i'm good uh just enjoying the off season as as much as i can before i start uh pre-draft training yeah um so you know just getting ready for that and uh just you know having fun that's yeah. the most important part yeah i um i just want to thank you for becoming a miami hurricane <laughs> because in 2019 we couldn't hit a chip shot it was horrible. Yeah. I mean, don't thank me. Thank uh, the coaches, <laughs> uh, you know, Coach Packy, Coach Diaz, who, you know, gave me the opportunity to, to come in there and, uh, you know, make a difference. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of weird. It was, uh, it was around this time last year I interviewed your brother. And it was like my first interview ever. And uh, I, nice. actually, I actually met up with him at the uh, Florida State game this year. And I was like, hey, dude. Oh, nice. My bad about that interview because I'm sure it was bad. I was it was first ever, but hey, we're not, we we always get better. Oh you yeah, know, first time, first time for everything, and after that, you learn. You you know you learn from your mistakes, and you know you get better. Heck yeah, just like sure. just like anything in life. Oh yeah. So uh, let's take it back real quick. You were at uh you were at FIU. You yeah. played a pivotal part in beating Miami <laughs> in 2019. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I did, I did not like you that night. I was like, not, not, not a lot of people did. Yeah. Not a, not a fan, not a fan. But, uh, yeah. so what, what did that, how did that win feel for FIU? Uh, it was, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It was, um, as soon as we got in the locker room, it was celebration. Like if we won the Super Bowl, just like everybody says. Um, but you know, going into that game, I don't know. We just felt, a, a sort of confidence that we were gonna come out with the win. We just had to, you know, go out there and execute on 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 the three parts of the game. You know, offense, defense, and special teams. And I think we did that. And obviously, you guys know the score. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so when did you 
finally make the decision to enter the portal? Finally. Um, was it? I think I was, I was, you know, talking about it with the family and, uh, you know, the, the opportunities that I would have if I were to, you know, transfer somewhere, you know, to a, a bigger school, a bigger stage. You know, most people wouldn't, didn't um, support that idea, but, you know, I had to do what's best for me. And when I got into the portal, I was actually in Canada. I was with my girlfriend. We were up there with the fam, you know, celebrating Christmas. And uh, I think the day after Christmas, I, I jumped into the portal. Like, I pulled the trigger. Yeah. Was it – now, was it always Miami when you entered the portal, or were there other teams kind of – No. No, there were, there were other teams. Miami was, I think, second or third to last that actually hit me up. I mean, I was talking to Boise State for a while. Oh, nice. And then all of a sudden – Oregon came into play and I didn't know what I was going to do. And, and then, you know, Packy came in and, you know, sent the, the eye emojis through, through Twitter DM. And, and I knew then like, you know, what's better than, than staying home and, yeah. you know, showing out for the city and, you know, be close to the fam so you could go to every game. That is true. Yeah. I, um, I know I talked, like I said, I talked to your brother at the FSU game and I know he was flirting with uh, North Carolina for a little bit. Yeah, I was like, yeah, dude, was. I was like, man, you're making the fans real nervous. And he's like, ah, I'm just messing with them boys. I'm, I'm staying home. Yeah, no, that, I was I was there with him. I was I think I talked to him like after he had talked to one of the coaches over there. You know, I told him, hey, look, just sit down, think about it, make a pros and cons list. Yeah. You know, think about all the pros that you get if you go to each school. Yeah. And he wrote that down and then now write the cons. And um we spent like a whole day just doing that. And, you know, he, then he finally came to, to a conclusion that, you know, he was going to close his recruitment and, um, you know, stay with Miami, stay at home. Yeah. So you didn't really, so you didn't like pressure him or nothing, you know, it's his decision. No. You know, like, no. yeah, I guess. Yeah. You. I was never the type of, no, no, you got to go to Miami. No, I was never yeah. that guy. I was, you know, that's my little brother. I'm going to support whatever he does. And, you know, I just wanted to succeed in whatever school he does. Obviously now it's Miami. And, you know, I want him to do better than me. You know, I yeah. made it pretty tough, I think. <laughs> but, you know, I think he has the potential to, to do it more than I did. Yeah. So, like, you know, All-American, he, he could be that all four years if he wants to, if he works for it. <clears throat> yeah. Do uh, Who do you think's better, you or him? Like At his com- age? Yeah, coming in. Better. Really? Yeah. Nah, at his age, he's definitely better. Um, he started younger than I did, so he's had more, I guess, experience, <laughs> if you could say that. Um, so I was basically the the guinea pig into all this. I got you. There's still some trash talk, right? You still like, hey. Um, honestly, no. There's no, no trash talk. No. I whoever asked me if he's better, I always say yeah, because like, <laughs> I, I want him to be. I'm yeah. not the type that you know. I'm the best. No. It's my little brother. I want him to do better than me. Right. I want him to, to enjoy the process. And, you know, at the end of the day, I want him to be successful. I hear you. I dig it. I like it. All right. Let me stop the interview for a second. Everyone knows that Manscaped has the perfect package 3.0 for all of your below the waist grooming needs. But listen, they don't stop there. You can complete your grooming game with the all new refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. This signature scent that's in all of Manscaped formulas, the cologne is a perfect complement to all of the collection. 
it's uh, I mean, it's delicious. You can think of it as your wingman for the night. If you're going out on the town, make sure you mask up. But uh, um, it, it it'll keep you fresh and it'll keep you ready for anything. It's absolutely delicious. So I'm gonna go ahead and let you know right now how you can get some of this cologne. You go to manscape.com. Uh, type in our code Stadium for twenty percent off and free shipping. It's that easy. That is manscape.com with our promo code stadium for 20% off and free shipping. Trust me, your balls and body and everyone else will thank you. All right, let's get back to the interview. So uh, we, we've had a few NFL kickers on this show. We've had Josh Scobie and Lawrence Tynes, and uh, we had Tyler Rosso who played for the XFL, played for Boise State. Um, and we've asked them this same question. I want to ask you, does icing the kicker work? What What is your mindset when you get – "Quote unquote iced." Uh, so you know it's it's different when your own team iced you. Uh, <laughs> that happened to me twice. Yeah. But, uh, you know it shouldn't really matter. I mean, I've I've been iced before. What I, what comes into mind is you know you hit your practice swing when you're coming out to go kick, and all of a sudden you just it takes a little bit longer. Uh, some kickers they just you know just take it and then don't do any more practice swings and just go in it and, uh, you know, miss or make whatever happens. But uh, for yeah. me, I like to, you know, in my head, I always have uh, little mental notes. So I have everything that I'm going to do. So like my technique, I, I say it in my, in my head while I'm out there kicking. So I don't have anything else to think about. I hear you. So uh, you're known for wearing the eye black on game days yeah. and stuff. Is that, is that something you're going to take to the next level with you? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Um, it's, I guess it's a confidence thing. Uh, yeah. you know, I, when I go out there warmups and uh pregame, I don't wear it at all. The only time I put it on is when, when it's game time. So I think it's just more of a kind of like a symbol saying, you know, I'm ready to play, I which you. is why I do it. I guess that's why I do it now. Back then I had no reason for it, but now I guess I have a reason. Yeah. I got you. I gotta, I gotta continue that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So uh, COVID hits, and this whole 2020 year was absolutely insane. Was there a point where all you guys, where you guys in the locker room were like, we really might not play football this year? Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Um, I mean, I had no idea if I was going to be able to have another year. You know, transferring to a new school, all of a sudden COVID hits. They're saying there's not going to be a season, and that's it. Like, I thought my, my college career was over. Uh, but, you know, luckily I, I, I just kept my head down, kept practicing just because I had hope we were still going to be able to play. And uh, I think it paid off in, as today. Yeah, I hear you. So uh, what would be a normal day for you during COVID and practice? It, it, what, how would that look like? Uh, like, a, like a COVID test day? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so a COVID test day um, – Usually uh, I live away from the school, so I would wake up an hour before, drive to the school, uh, go to breakfast first, got to check in there, then have to go do my COVID test, do that, go in the IPF, they check your temperature and all that. Then I go in the locker room, you know, get my loop with all my clothes and everything, just relax for a little bit. Then we go up to meetings, do a little meetings there, then go back downstairs, get ready for practice and... Uh, as a specialist group, we're one of the first people to be out there for practice. So 
I, I, would, I was always the first one to get out there, um, just warm up, stretch, hit a couple balls, and wait for everybody else to get out. And yeah. then that's when we'll have our, our team meetings, our special teams meetings in the IPF on uh, separate chairs in the big jumbotron just because we couldn't be in the in a, in a room together just because of COVID, obviously. Yeah. And uh, and then, you know, practice would start, and then that's how it would go. I hear you. So um, what was your – I'm pretty sure I know this. Pretty pretty sure I know this. What was your <laughs> favorite game moment this year? Favorite game moment. Um, I know what you're thinking, the <laughs> Louisville game. Oh, yeah. But uh, honestly, I think – for me is NC State that okay. game just just because we were down they were all wearing their all black jerseys that's always a sign that you know they're gonna have a little bit more excitement going into the game that is true um, hitting those two three field goals I don't I forgot how many I hit that game um in crunch time you know clutch time yeah uh to go up and and at the end of the day we won the game so I think that was my best memory. I hear you so far. The uh the Louisville kick, the fifty-seven yarder, dude, yeah. that was a you could have made that from sixty-seven. I think you booted. Yeah. That. Honestly, I didn't even hit it correctly. I don't know if you if you saw the replay. The ball was kind of like doing an X. Yeah. That's what we call an X ball. That's when you hit like the fat part of the ball, which is not bad, but it could be bad if it was windy. Yeah. Um, but going into that kick, I didn't even know it was going to be a 57-yarder because I ran out the last second. Not the last second, but I didn't even know they were calling field goal to go out there until, like, all of a sudden people were screaming, field goal, field goal, field goal. Oh, so shoot. I out there and then, you know, I'm, at, I'm always at seven and a foot yards away from the ball. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I was trying to figure that out besides, you know, worrying about how far it was. I don't. You could see if you watch the game uh, on TV – you can see me talking to Clay, our, our long snapper. Yeah. And I was asking him, like, is the ball on the 40 or on the 41? Because I always go off that. Oh, okay. And then we, we barely had time to, to think about anything else. And I Damn. just went out there and kicked it. The One of the best things about you making that was just the point. You just pointed, just walked off the field. <laughs> You're like, it's no big deal. This is what I came here to do. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean – it does seem to be a little cocky, but honestly, I wasn't – I was just hyped. Um, it wasn't one of those things that I was pointing at their sideline and telling them, like, ha-ha, no, not <laughs> that. It was like a uh, like a Vinatieri fist bump, but yeah. it was with a finger. Just because I was watching it go in, and I was just, like, you know, flicking my wrist. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it kind of like the, the NC State kicker. I think it was NC State where he gave gave Miami. Yeah, the, he did the, uh, the what's it called DMX the, or whatever it's the called? the DX chop. Yeah. Yeah, that. Oh my god. Terrible, terrible. Yeah, no. I mean, if 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 it was a fourth quarter, two seconds left, and he did that, okay. Yeah. But come on. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, I don't know. You can't see it on TV, but I I, I did it back to him. Lo I love after, that after I, the extra point. Hell yeah. Just because, you know, so, uh, after that, we won the game. Was that the 57-yarder, was that the longest you've made in a uh, a game? In a game, yes. That's my longest kick in a game. What about in just, like, practice or just fooling around? Uh, fooling around, I've hit a 70. Um, 70? Back, yeah. Uh, 
it was at the Bahamas Bowl two years ago. Holy just, shit. You know, pregame warm-ups, and then I was just feeling it. Went back there to 70, and, you know, I hit it. I have the video of it. Wow. I don't know. So, Damn. yeah, that, that's a, my longest one so far. If I were to try that again, I don't know. <laughs> Damn, I'd that's wild. A, a really good ball. Yeah. So let's talk some teammates. Who's uh who's like the biggest clown, the biggest jokester in the locker room? Biggest biggest clown. Uh, it would either have to be Blades, Al, Al Blades, yeah. or Keontre Smith. Okay. Those two guys. I'm always playing around with them, especially K4. You know, yeah. we have a little thing, you know. But huh. I think those those are the, the two clowns. And Jay Millie. Jay Millie. Jay Miller. Jordan Miller. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I got you. What about uh the biggest leader besides King? I, I mean, I've always heard King is, is a huge leader. But... Uh, Zach McLeod. Really? Off the top. Yeah, he was uh, one of the biggest leaders we've had okay. on the team this year. So uh, how interesting of a guy is Lou Headley? Oh, my God. That guy. Uh, yeah, how old is he, 28? <laughs> he doesn't even act like it. <laughs> I mean, I don't even act 23, but, you know, we're the two oldest guys on the special teams unit. We're, like, the ones that play around the most. Yeah. But um, when it comes when it comes to, you know, clutch time and, you know, time to put in the work and practice, uh, you know, us two, we, we just get down to business and, uh, you know, handle everything we got to do. Yeah. I know. Yeah. He's uh he's tatted up, which you got a few tats too, right? You, yeah, I got a few tats. Yeah. I got – I don't know how many. One, two, three, four, five, five tattoos. Yeah. So, uh, so what's next for you? You gonna uh, when? Do, when do you start training? So uh, next week, that's when I'll I'll start training up in Orlando. Uh, get ready for the Senior Bowl, and when that comes, travel over there to Mobile, Alabama. Hopefully, perform there. And um, after that, I think it's I don't know if the combine is happening. But hopefully I get invited to that. Yeah. You know, get to show out right there. And uh, then Pro Day, coming back to Miami. Yeah, man. I hear you. All right. So we're going to do a couple, like, non-football questions. And yeah. then uh, then I'll let you go. Cool. Let's see here. Favorite movie? Favorite movie? Uh, Star Wars, the whole series. Really? Yeah. Never seen Big it. Star Wars, man. I have a tattoo of it, so. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's in the back of my calf. Okay. Yeah. What's your uh, favorite food? Favorite food? Ooh. Um, it'll have to be pasta. I love pasta. Really? Yeah. I hear you. I got you. So, uh, favorite type of music? What you listening to right now? What I listen to? Uh, rap. Mostly rap. Yeah. Uh, some hip hop. I don't. I do not like country music. I could put that out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that's a uh, music guy. What's a What's a pregame hype up song for you? Pregame, uh, Cody and Crazy. That's okay. one, one of my top ones. Um, some Lucci, Two Chains, Lil Wayne. Yeah. I got you. And, yeah, I think that's pretty much my pregame. I hear you. You have a oh, uh, some Rick Ross too. Oh, of course, got to have Rick Ross in there. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite pair of cleats? Yes, my blue ones. I don't know. I don't know if people notice, but I my 
the blue ones I started with, they broke. The laces broke. <laughs> so I got new blue ones. <laughs> but this time it was uh, the, the, the less version, I guess. It was a 19.1s. I had okay. the 19.2s, and I went back down to 19.1s, which had, like, a little black on top on the laces. I got you. Um, but the Predators are, are right now my favorite cleats. I hear you. Well, all right, man. I appreciate you jumping on real quick and uh, hanging out with me. Uh, yes, con- no congrats problem. on an amazing career. Thank you. Thank and, you. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm definitely a fan. I'll be checking you out <laughs> at the you. next level. Uh, I'm Hopefully pretty sure oh, you're going to get, you're, you're going to be, you're going to be my fantasy football kicker next season. I'm just going to go ahead and let you know that right now. Cool. So, all right, Jose, we appreciate it, man. Oh, of course. Thank you guys. All right. Yes, sir.